Good day, everybody. Happy Monday, Montag, if you're a kraut. Um, interesting day. Interesting day. H. Myers, what's up? Watching you, uh, Jeremy, on YouTube for years, and it's beautiful to see your journey. Hey, very, very kind thing to say there, Mary. Appreciate you. The uh, Got some big news from Rumble today. Always good to see. Great to see more normie content <clears throat> making its way to Rumble. One of the most frustrating things about people is always whining about, uh, you know, this Rumble's just right-wing. Well, now Rumble has about 25 new shows all of the normie variety all of the normie variety as barstool sports has now partnered with rumble couldn't be happier couldn't be a better thing to happen um just obviously one of many one of many 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 uh, big moves that Rumble needs to continue to make. Their stock is up 31.5% today, over $1.13 a share. That's good to see for Rumble stockholders. Obviously, it needs a long way to go. That's a long way to go. <clears throat> Locals video feed not working. Really? Lay sigh. Lay sigh. Let's see. Uh, sure it is. It's working for me. Looks like it's working fine. Lots of talk about today, too. Holy shamolies. How was your weekend, though? It's all gonna <clears throat> the rumble <clears throat> the the rumble benefit from Barcelona Sports is going to depend exclusively on how hard they push it, you know, how hard Barcelona pushes it. If it's just like, hey, we post our videos there, I mean, it's still good for Rumble, but it's better if they're just like, hey, you know watch this you know once they start doing some exclusivity you know some exclusive content we'll see today it was announced i think we're gonna find out more we're gonna find out more on um at what three o'clock on, on pbd's live stream I also think we successfully bullied PBD into somebody told me um hold on a second Somebody told me he live streamed Spicy, I remember Spicy. My weekend sucked. Monday was great though. Sucks the pack lost. Yeah, I mean, hey you know, shitty kicker. You knew he was going to cost us at one point. And, um, you know, Jordan Love just making a rookie mistake on first down 
he had a full minute to go all the way down the field and all three timeouts. He just he just freaked out. It happens. <clears throat> so there's a lot of uh yeah, a lot of good news, I think, with Barcelona Sports. Hopefully they, you know, fully kind of um hopefully they kind of fully commit to the bit, you know, and and push it. Uh shout out to uh the f- shout out to the Fahrenheit's. Shout out to shout out to Fahrenheit. We've got some now. We've got we've got some. We've got like 20 of them. It's going to get to nearly 30 degrees today. Then tomorrow it's going to hit 34 but more snow. Wednesday, 36. Thursday, 37. Friday, 37. Saturday, 38. Let's go, ladies. Get those sundresses out. It's always my favorite time of year when the sundresses pop out in early spring. But let's just mind over matter it, girls, ladies, women. Put on a sundress this week. Everyone will appreciate it. Don't forget, you got to shave your legs, though. I know you girls like to take winter off. I understand. You should move Tism to Rumble, Nomadic Archery. Um, Yeah, I mean, right now, it's all about just trying to get, um, you know, enough free time. Right now, I'm basically balls deep on, on um, trying to build my social media presence for the quartering. That's basically my plan in 2024. And also to grow the publica.com. You know, so that's that. Sorry, Threadwatch. I'm sorry you're bored. I uh, I apologize. Would it, I, I, uh, you may be new here and I welcome you. But what I like to do is, you know, check in with my chat for the first few minutes of the show. Um, because I care about them, I care about my viewers. I, I like to hear how their weekends were. And of course, then we'll get right to it, which we can do right now because we don't want to bore you anymore. <clears throat> Shout out my lifestyle. Welcome, new. The uh, I'm hoping to use my tractor today to put to push the snow back so I can get my temporary mailbox in. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have to hold on one second. Um Hold on. I got a special surprise for you, I think. All right. I have to leave early today. I have a job interview that I was offered out of nowhere. Super excited. Nice. Don't let them see your excitement, though. Keep that even keel. And good luck on your interview. Pretty shocking admission 
coming out of Google. Now, many of you, my already smart, intelligent, good-smelling viewers, you knew what I'm about to tell you. You knew that Google is a big, smelly liar. But the general public did not know. Normies did not know. And it took Google losing a massive lawsuit over your data, over your security, for them to finally admit it. Of course, your data is never truly, truly safe. One of the things that I recommend people do is, of course, at least use a VPN. The one I use is private internet access. Check this out. You guys don't have to see this. That's right. If you don't have a VPN yet, make sure you pick up private internet access. Link in the description and pin comment down below. Google finally admits that they are in fact still collecting your data while using Chrome's incognito mode. So we use VPNs, boys and girls. Google is finally revealing that it is in fact collecting your data if you use Google Chrome, if you use incognito mode. This comes after the internet giant agreed to settle for five billion dollars. $5 billion the lawsuit claimed that Google collected information like your IP address, device data, even browsing history, despite incognito mode seemingly offering a private browsing experience. Google claimed it warned users about websites potentially tracking their activity in order to dismiss the lawsuit. However, a judge ruled that Google never explicitly told its users that it was tracking them and still collecting their information. If users weren't aware, they couldn't consent to data collection. Now, generally, if you're smart, you're using two soup cans to communicate with a long string between them on the internet because that way is the only truly secure way. But basically, from what I understand, incognito mode just like didn't keep a public browsing history. So it's like husbands could use incognito mode to go to those special websites and their, and their wife wouldn't see their history. Or maybe wives would do it. That's about it. And the other thing is, where does this $5 billion go? That's, a, that's, a, that's always like a concern for me. Like, you know, like every time FCC or whatever gets these big rewards... I'm probably not getting any piece of this $5 billion. Did you also know that Google can scan your Google Drive? It also reads your emails? Yes, it does all these things. That's why people should use, well, maybe like ProtonMail or something for an example. Or if you can read the comments here, there are probably even more secure options. I mean, even Signal and other end-to-end -end encryption apps aren't totally safe. But the best you can do is, uh, you know, you can at least make it more difficult for them. This news breaking this morning, Google has now introduced a new disclaimer regarding user privacy, or lack thereof, to Chrome's browsing incognito mode. When users with an experimental version of Chrome open an incognito version, they are now greeted with a blurb that clarifies which browsing data won't be saved and which information Google will still be able to view. Quote, others who use this device won't see your activity, 
so you can browse more privately. Prawn. The disclaimer reads, according to a report by MS Power User, this won't change how data is collected by websites you visit and services they use, including Google. Downloads, bookmarks, and reading list items will all be saved. So essentially what they're admitting is that incognito mode only prevented your wife from finding out you were browsing prawn, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else, what else would you use it for? Chrome's old disclaimer, which currently remains visible to most users, is more ambiguous. Now you can browse privately and other people who use this device won't see your activity. It reads, however, downloads, bookmarks, and reading lists will still be saved. It's this very ambiguity that landed Google a $5 billion class action lawsuit back in 2020. Plaintiffs alleged incognito misled users into believing their web activity was truly private when in actuality, incognito allows websites, internet service providers, and Google itself to still track what your user, what users have gotten up to. Lawyers for the plaintiffs argued that Google had even violated federal and state wiretapping laws by collecting data from incognito browsing sessions. Not surprisingly, Google did everything it could to make this lawsuit go away. The company requested a dismissal of the complaint, claiming it had indeed notified users of incognito's confidential confidentiality holes, bonus holes. A federal judge. Uh, rejected Google's request and allowed the complaint to move forward back in late 2022. Court filings revealed Google employees and executives knew of Incognito's failings and saw the mode's spy guy as a liability. The tech giant's marketing chief even sought to make Incognito truly private to avoid confusing users, but the suggestion was ignored. Now Google is paying the price. The company agreed in December 2023 to dole out a $5 billion settlement in early 2024. Though a judge has until February 24th to approve the settlement, Google is already working to prevent similar complaints by altering its incognito's greeting text, while only those using Canary, Google's early release experimental version of Chrome designed for developers, can currently see the new disclaimer the fact that it's even on Canary hopefully means it's coming to mainstream Chrome soon. Google Chrome is, uh, you know, it's built on Chromium. It's a, it's a code set. Many browsers are in fact built on the same code, but you know, the old adage is if, if the product, if, if the service is free, then you're the product, right? So, oh, it's a free app. It's this, that, and the other thing all that, well, they're just selling your data. And look, I understand ultimately that, you know, um, I understand ultimately that there's no real sense of uh, privacy. One of my friends always says, kind of like, I care about, I, you can only do so much essentially, because if you use a smartphone, basically everything you do is getting collected. Um, if you, you know, if you're using a laptop, a tablet, all this kind of stuff, basically all your stuff's getting collected, but you can make it more difficult. Again, making smarter decisions with your web browser, using VPNs, you know, disabling cameras, disabling um, location tracking, disabling microphones, 
things of that nature. You know, even, you know, I was just going through considering getting a new cell phone and I had reset all my devices on my, I have like an S Samsung S22 or something like that. And I was like looking at it. I'm like, oh yeah, I, not only did I pay $1,200 for this phone, but it's also loaded with bloatware and games and all this other crap that I didn't ask for and I didn't want. There actually was, I know a lot of people might not remember this, but there actually was a time when you'd buy a cell phone and it wasn't completely loaded with crap. It would have snake on it, maybe a calculator. And like now, even when you're paying for a cell phone, you're still the product. They're getting your $1,200 for the phone, but they're also still selling that phone space to other companies for you know, addictive microtransaction video games, tracking services, they're selling the data, all this kind of stuff, you know, and some level of it, I guess you just have to accept. And, you know, I think that if you look at, for example, the code set in Chromium, many browsers are built on it. It doesn't mean that the code's bad. There are other browsers out there that are much better. Um, you know, and you know, I don't want to endorse anybody, but there are many options out there. Um, I haven't used Chrome in years, by the way, Firefox is also woke. Just so you know, their company's full of woke morons. So I will say don't use Chrome and don't use Firefox. Heck, even Microsoft edge is better in performing. Did you know that Microsoft edge is actually a decent browser? Who would have thought that? Not me. Well, now Google is actually having being forced to admit for the past how many years that every time you're in incognito mode, they're still collecting your data. I, for one, am completely shocked. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Google would call this a write-off. <laughs> oh, I probably should have washed that. How do I do it? <laughs> I use Bra I use Brave. Um I use I use Brave and have used Brave. DuckDuckGo even is woke. Um didn't there like DuckDuckGo CEO said some shit like some woke stuff or do you remember that? They had a bit of a they had a bit of a a controversy. <laughs> All right, next topic. Yandex search is way better looking up things Google tries to bury. I use Brave and it's woke too. Really, Brave is too. Really, the thing is, like, really, developers, all you know, all over the place. Yeah, they cucked a while ago. Yeah, 
DDG are totally cucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. They throttled search results, misinformation, that kind of crap, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. Ed still needs Adblock or Brave built in. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's wild how, like, actually effective, how decent um, Edge is. Essentially, for those of you that don't aren't aren't old, like Edge is Microsoft Internet Explorer. They just renamed it. Yeah, they started curating the search results. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mommy and me, mommy and me, mommy and me pole dancing. This is not, this is something that will definitely not get old. Hey, it's uh, 2024 and really... Some things never change. Parents are always trying to, uh, you know, find different ways to connect with their kids. And one such Atlanta organization decided that the best way for moms and daughters to get along would be to learn pole dancing together. That's right. Mommy and me class where mothers and daughters together can learn how to dance on the pole. I suppose it's probably not a bad skill to have. I'm sure it will have nothing to do with a rise in teenage pregnancy. It's just good old harmless fun, and you're a bigot if you disagree. I mean, that's their position. Atlanta pole dancing studio responds to backlash over mommy and me classes, quote, lack of awareness. Video of the studio's inaugural class went viral as people questioned whether or not kids should be involved in these type of classes. I don't know why, what the question would be. The answer is no. Children ages 4 to 14 participated in the inaugural class, which the owner argues is similar to the playground and outdoor play kids already engage in. Excuse me? Baking powder? No, it isn't. It's bad enough when we have, uh, you know, Hollywood you know, uh, you know, spicifying kids and, and objectifying children. Now we have this, I mean, four-year-old, a four-year-old. They keep trying to call this, you know, pole dancing some sort of sport or workout routine. It's not, it's for horse. An Atlanta pole dancing studio, imagine that even exists, is defending its decision to hold mommy and me classes for customers. P 
Pink Pole Solutions, I'm sorry, Studios, shared a video earlier this month from their inaugural Mommy and Me Pole Workshop, where moms and their children explore a variety of fun pole tricks and spins. Well, I suspect a lot of strippers are probably single moms, so they probably don't have daycare, so I guess it would make sense to then teach the kids what they're probably going to get into anyway. An Instagram reel sharing highlights of the sold out class. Send the meteor now, please. Quickly went viral as people argued whether or not it was appropriate to have kids participating in pole based fitness. Pole based. This is People Magazine, by the way, okay? Pole based fitness. Owner, and I'm not kidding. Their name is Tia Juana. <laughs> Either that or their parents didn't know how to spell Tijuana and it's pronounced Tia. It's Tia Juana. Argues that the classes are no different than the kind of play kids engage with on the playground. Now, I'd like to I'd like to I'd like to address that topic first of all. First, it's bad enough that this class exists. Okay? It's bad it's bad enough that this class exists and and they weren't like shamed from society. But what's far worse to me is that it's sold out. The class sold out. The inspiration for our Mommy and Me pole fitness class stemmed from us looking to promote a unique bonding experience between mothers and their children while emphasizing fitness, strength, and confidence in a playful and supportive environment. It sounds like a pedo to me. I mean, it's just, why are you teaching your kids how to strip it isn't pole fitness. It isn't pole fitness. By the way, never, you know, Atlanta's like stripper HQ of this country, by the way, T. Too. Yeah, it's probably, they probably went straight to a drag, uh, library drag reading show after this. Despite the online black backlash, Harris notes that the classes were well received locally. I'm sure they were. You might be asking yourself, where are the fathers? I'll tell you, not around. <laughs> Demand for such offerings also underscores the community's appreciation for the inclusive and engaging nature of these fitness. They keep calling it fitness sessions. Fostering a supportive environment for both mothers and children to explore fitness, strength, and confidence. Go to the gym. These kids. Oh, they all, all these moms look ratchet too. These kids, all right, are doomed. Doomed. Organizations such as the International Pole and Aerial Sports Federation 
have worked on establishing the sport in the professional sporting world with work on getting pole sports added to Olympics. Well, the Olympics are already so woke. They let men compete in women's categories. So why not? I guess why not? Harris understands it can be difficult to turn those who staunchly object to the practice into supporters. Bro, I don't care. I, I, I love, you know, strippers serve their purpose. I don't have any problem with people who strip. Good for you, you know, put yourself through college, which none of them actually are. That's an old myth. That's fine. But why are you teaching four-year-olds? There is nothing about pole dancing that isn't inherently adult-orientated. That's what it is. Quote, instead we aim to, fo oh, I guarantee, oh, I knew they were going to say the word inclusive. Instead, we aim to foster a positive and inclusive environment that recognizes pole fitness as a legitimate form of exercise and artistic expression for individuals of all ages. The initial class sold out, and it's just the beginning of a bigger program. We have scheduled weekly ongoing classes for kids with our next Mommy and Me workshop next month. Additionally, we're gearing up for a larger Mommy and Me workshop in May where we'll practice deep throating. I mean, I'm sorry, in May, coinciding with the celebration of Mother's Day. Looking ahead, active preparation underway for a championship event taking place in Charlotte in July where our children will have the opportunity to pole dance for grown men. You just know that there's going to be a long line of uh, some of the best individuals on the planet lining up to judge these events. I wonder if they'll now, you know, if they'll let grown men who identify as women in this class. I'm personally, I am personally against this. Don't understand why a child would need to be taught pole dancing is giving me grooming vibes. Of course it is. That's because it is. Ghetto, interesting. Oh, like seriously, I don't support this. So interesting, disgusting. How low has our society become? You know, this is one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I try to look at it in like, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. The absolute benefit of the doubt, okay? I don't see an angle here where I can say like, mm, this is probably a good thing or this is a harmless thing because it's not good or harmless. It's, it's weird. Um, it's creepy. I, I don't really understand in what scenario where you could say it's just good old harmless fun because the very nature of this is adult orientated. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm trying to, I, I really do try to be understanding. Like, hey, you want to go do your drag shows? That's cool. You want to dance on a pole? That's cool. I'll even participate. I'll not participate, but I'm happy to uh, enjoy you doing your craft. Okay. And I'll even throw some, some dollar bills up there. Okay. Love it. L love, love it. All right. Big fan of the Bobs and Vagin. Four year olds? Mm, I think this is uh, more 
you know, it's more indicative of where we are as a society. This is not woke. Or, I mean, this is not inclusive. It's degenerate. It's, it's, you know, and they keep chatting, oh, the benefits of pole dancing, blah, blah, blah. Name one benefit that you can get from pole dancing that you can't get from going to a gym. It's just grooming disguised as an as a exercise class. That's all it is. It's gross. I love strippers. I love, I love boobs. I, I, go to, I have no problem going to strip club. I no problem with people who go to strip clubs. More power to you. Okay? Love it. Love titties. Love it. Four-year-olds? Hmm. Don't know about that. Don't know about all that. La da da. Where is this? Let's talk about this. See you next Tuesday. Joy Reed. Yeah, there's nothing unique physically about pole dancing that you could even make that argument, right? Shrimp comes are fun, but I never understood the appeal of paying to give yourself blue balls. You know what I never understood? People that go to strip clubs with like $40 on them. If I'm going to one, I'm going like... You know, I'm bringing enough money to have fun. Otherwise, why even go? And let me let you in on a little secret that a lot of people don't know about surf clubs. Um, many of them, you don't necessarily leave with blue balls. It, it depends how much money you have. <laughs> I just, I just say it. <clears throat> okay. Where is so now now Barstool Sports has their deal and so they no longer feature feature me on the homepage anymore. Should I be offended by that? So now I wonder. I wonder. I'm actually going to say something about it right now. That's shitty. It's a bit lower now. Yeah, well, it's. I mean, they gave they gave Barcelona the entire top of the page, and then it has to be in. It's in picks. You're like way. You know, you're way below the fold now.
Um, okay. Okay. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm just saying I noticed, you know, I noticed that we're we're short about a thousand viewers. Now Mondays are usually kinda light, but that's because we're not on the homepage. It's, it's we're way down on the page. Yeah, they already replied. You're still up. Picks are just included in the promo for bar stool. It's a bit hectic content up there right now. Okay. See, they replied right away. <laughs> hey, bar stool is no more important than me. You want to put a bar stool or, or you want to put a couple bar stool shows like up there? That's fine. You know, I'm 100% fine with that. But. Uh, you know, uh, not related, but you heard Sean Strickland's comments and he's a Canadian. What blue blue balls on him? No, Sean Strickland's not a Canadian. He's from California. Are you talking about? Okay. Hold on. Let's stay on topic. Um, what's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from the quartering and the unending stream of delicious lull milk from the lull cow that is Joy Reed, quite simply, is an unending supply. It's it's never ending. So therefore, of course, it's value continues to go down, but I certainly do enjoy farming it because Joy Reed uh, is a complete moron. And the fact that this woman probably makes $30 million a year makes me lose a lot of faith in society. M m almost as much faith as, you know, pole dancing classes for four-year-olds. That's a different topic from today, but that's neither here nor there. Joy Reid had um, the Moms for Liberty, Liberty co-founder on, and uh, something amazing happened. Now, if you don't know who Joy Reid is, she's the one here uh, who went to the barber and asked to get the Lloyd Christmas haircut from Dumb and Dumber. She is perhaps the dumbest woman on TV, and that's saying a lot because there's a lot of dumb people. She might be the dumbest person on TV, not even just dumbest woman. She has the Moms for Liberty co-founder on, and Joy Reid is trying to make a case for a book about um, adults spending tender time with kids and why it should be allowed in public schools. And we're going to get into that right after a super quick word from this video sponsor. Quote, tell me why content around strap-ons or um, the, uh, the 
uh, I don't know, a teacher doing something terrible to a student should be allowed in schools. Most of the language in this interview, I can't even repeat. I try to keep my show family friendly, and I know you all appreciate that. There may be kind of parts of this that I need to be a little more, you know, offer a little more of an explanation. Monster Liberty co-founder Tiffany Justice appeared in an interview with MSNBC co-host Joy Moron-Reed, who pushed Justice to accept that books containing topics such as strap-ons and incest should be allowed in public schools for children. Reed pressed the question on, of why liberal parents can't have the right to allow their children to read the book All Boys Aren't Blue, which has topics concerning, um, uh, you know, keeping it in the family, strap-ons, um, taking someone's uh, back door against their will, and many others that would not be appropriate to many parents of school children. She argued that passages these, uh, about these topics are taken, quote, out of context in school board meetings. I'm not exactly sure what the context would be that you would talk about this. Now, here's you know what I'll say, you know, because I'm such a staunch liberal. I'm not against these books existing, even if they are vile. If parents want to make the decision to read these books to children, that's their choice. If the books exist and the parents want to read uh, this kind of degeneracy to their children, that's between the parent and the child, and I have nothing to say about that. When it is purchased by, with public funding tax dollars, United States tax dollars or citizen tax dollars, I get to have a say. And I don't exactly care for my tax dollars being used to purchase smut for children to read. Justice explained that the book is about a young man who is uh, <laughs> uh, taken against his will by a family member when he is a child and then, and then asked, in what context is a strap-on acceptable in public school? Reed then tested Justice's knowledge about the details of the book by asking her to name the main character's name specifically in the book to which Justice, guess what, answered correctly. So Joy Reed's comeback to, hey, in what scenario should third graders be reading about this degeneracy and dildos and all this kind of stuff? Her response was, well, did you even read the book? Do you know the name of the main character? Of course, then she knew the name of the main character. When, we, when Reed pressed her more, saying Justice was not an expert in the book, Justice replied, I don't need to be an expert to know that dildos aren't appropriate content for public school. Now, again, you want to talk about the context, if it were in the context of an, uh, a voluntary kind of, you know, you know, education course that you take in high school. Everyone took like that, like, um, I think when you're a sophomore or junior, you all take that, you know, health class. If it came up there, Maybe you could make the argument for it, but in what 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 are what is the argument for this? Reed then argued that the story has been that the story has been given full context, and asked why is it your right 
or a Moms for Liberty activist write to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of the author, why doesn't a liberal parent, for the instance of parents of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to have access to this book? Why do you say, why is it your say what they can't? Again, she's this dumb, that's a straw man argument. The reality is, I, I mean, I don't know if, if, if Moms for Liberty's point is that this book should be banned outright, I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think that's the point she's, they're making, though. They're making the point that uh, it shouldn't be in the school. If your liberal parent or your parent of an LGBTQ student or whatever, if you want to read them a, a book about a child getting um, their beehole blown out by an adult, if you want to read that to your child, that's your own decision. It's very different than having it on the shelves at an elementary school or middle school where every kid in that school is going to know that that book is there. It's going to be a big deal in the school and they're all going to read it and they're all going to get groomed. Justice pushed back and said that the talked about terrible things to which Reed pressed back and said each parent has a right to decide what is appropriate for their child to read. Again, I don't, this is why Joy Reed, she just straw mans everything because she's an idiot. If the parent wants to buy their child this book, if the parent wants to go to a public library and check this book out and read to their child about another child getting their beehole blown out by a family member, they are welcome to do that. I'm, I'm fine with that. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't really understand. The, the argument is that why is it in the public school library where any child can have access to it without parental consent, right? If you go to a library at your school, you can walk up to any book and check it out or read it, all right? I'm not a book burner. I don't think this book, I'm not saying this book shouldn't exist. I'm saying that if you're spending my tax dollars on this book, you know, I have a say and I don't want you to buy that book with my money and make it available for children. You want to have it in the, you know, private library. You want to have all this kind of stuff, you know, gay parents, straight parents, liberal parents, whatever the case is, conservative parents. If they want to buy this book for their child and scar them for life, that's their own decision. Nobody's saying that individual parents can't go purchase this book. Megan Kelly blasts idiot Joy Reid after MSNBC anchor Grilled Moms for Liberty co-founder. You see the tweet, this idiot actually wants to know what expertise Tiffany Justice has to object to minors in school reading about strap-ons and family love and Kelly wrote on her social media account Sunday. The book has been banned by at least 29 school districts nationwide due to its very explicit content. Like, again, what, in what context does this, does this book need to be in the school library? None. Quite simply, the answer is there is no context in which this book needs to be in a child's reading material. None. Other than if you want, if you're some sort of groomer or some sort of creep. I'm not saying that the book can't exist. I'm not saying that parents can't buy it for their kids. 
I'm not saying that parents can't go to the library and check it out for their kids. I'm saying when you're using my tax dollars to buy this smut and put it on, you know, put it in the school library to have access to anybody can have access to it. I mean, why don't you just put Hustler Magazine in there too and say, well, it's, there's educational stuff in here too. Kids got to learn about, you know, kids got to learn about, learn about it somewhere. I mean, it's, 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 I don't know what reality these weirdos live in, but you can see Megan Kelly, 13,000, you know, calling Joe Reed an idiot is an insult to idiots. Uh, she should have just taken the book from Joy and started reading out the most graphic parts on MSNBC. And if they stopped showing it or turned off her microphone or went to commercial, we have the answer. That's the question. That's a good question. Do you think, do you think that she could have read the passages from that book on MSNBC? I doubt it. You know? I doubt it. Joy Reid hates Donald Trump but has his hair. Ha <laughs> It's just, it's, 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 I mean, I don't even understand these weirdos, but, uh, you know, it's time that more people start to say enough is enough, and it looks like that's happening. So the tide does appear to be turning, and I'm absolutely here for it. Gross. Here's the actual uncensored exchange. I just, I didn't want to put it in the standalone video. The question I'm asking is, what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book like All Boys Aren't Blue isn't oh. appropriate for students to read? What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's annually raped by his adult family member. So mm -hmm. you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just, let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, no, no. no. no wait, We're hold talking on. about no, no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, and I'm going to answer it. Okay. Well, who is the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave name? me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. To, hold on. The main, to, who's the main character in the, the book? The main character is the author. Who's the, what's his name? George, I believe, is his first because name. Because you're giving me very specific nah. information that is You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You the just name remembered of the author very specific name. Joy. Here's my we're question. We're talking about Here's question. You didn't answer my no, question. No, no, no. I'm going to Imagine being on the pro... The pro child porn argument it won awards yeah from who i'm going to answer great your i would love to hear that absolutely well i i'm interviewing you and you're not interviewing me so let's just make sure it's a conversation okay, <laughs> okay great. so what i'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert in this book is she i mean this come on, let's book get real. is a full context story as you said, of the author's experience. Why is it your right or a Moms for Liberty activist's right to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of this author, that they, that why doesn't a liberal parent, for instance, or a parent of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to just have access to this book? Why is it your right to say they can't? So, again, we're talking about incest, rape, and pedophilia. And each parent has to decide what is appropriate for their child to read. So I want you to answer. I'm going to so ask you one more time. A, what is your right to tell a parent 
who wants their child, who might feel seen by this story, why oh don't they gosh. have the right? Why don't they have the right as a parent who might to say, be seen? My, child can't have it. my child being see, feeling seen by this story. To this book. If a child feels seen by this story, that means that they have been uh, the victim of a predator. That means that they have either been raped by a family member. They, they they've experienced. Um, and your proof rape of that is what you just said. That What's your? What do you mean? You said if a child feels seen by a story about getting anally raped. I feel that. seen by this story. You're now making assumptions. No, about <laughs> has been raped. We should do a lot you better than put a book on a library Now you're literally shelf. creating we a story behind a child that you don't know. Let me show you a form. This is a form that can be obtained in Brown. I mean, shout out to King of Biltown. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping of your Biltown with code THEQ. Atlantabiltown.com and AntonUSA.com where the Biltong is more aged than the pole dancers in Atlanta. Shout out, by the way, Anton, I got my emergency order of Biltong, and I've been eating it all weekend. Absolutely love it. If you're buying some Biltong, get the bigger size bag for sure. And use my promo code for free shipping. Uh, Nomadic Archery, nobody's care, hard work, keep hammering. Cameron Haynes, look him up. He's in his 50 and outworks us all. I know Cameron Haynes, yeah. Uh, Pac-Man, all I have to say is after this pack weekend, go Ravens, go Lions. Switzerland uh, play IT, say, okay, I demand explanations. How do you know if we smell good or bad? Oh, well, that's for me to know. Uh, Bowden says, or Bowden says, I like the search engine Freespoke. If you search for videos, you can choose to get only Rumble videos and discard YouTube. Oh, that's cool. That is a win. I don't even understand. Like, imagine, are you watching this video? Like, there's no way somebody's watching this, right? And thinking like, there's no way somebody's watching this and saying like, yeah, yeah, Joy Reid. Why shouldn't my child read a book about his getting his asshole permanently stretched out by a family member? Broward County, Florida. Okay. The code is the Q, T-H-E letter Q, one word. I'm going to show it to the audience and then I'm going to show it to you. Okay. This is called Can the opt-out. Yeah, please, I'm going to hand it to you. Thank you so much. It's called the opt-out form. Okay. An opt-out form would allow any parent, because you said you are in favor of parental rights. I am. It would allow any parent to opt out of their child being able to take books out of the library without their parents' permission. Okay. So, so they can't read it while they're in the library? So that moms for liberty. Why not advocate that every school in America... So the libraries in your in your elementary school should be full of incest, pedophilia, pornography, and it's and and it's for the one weirdo student and his weirdo parents. The other ninety nine. This is just this is the same trans shit. This is the same shit with the trans stuff. A hundred percent of the population is supposed to be inconvenienced by point zero three percent of it. It's the same bullshit. Now they're doing it for pedophiles. You want to opt in to degenerate child rape pornography for your child. That should be the letter. And by the way, it should be posted publicly, which parents opted in. 
have an opt-out form so that a parent who doesn't want their child to access a book like All Boys Aren't Blue, right. that they can make that choice because then each parent, including a liberal parent, a black parent, a parent who wants their what? black parents child to read a book about African-American history. We, they want, get all, their we want children to read books. Why not just opt history, out so. for yourself rather than tell other parents what they can and cannot? First have of all, I read. think what you're talking about here is a wonderful step in the right direction. Um, we should be having conversations about this. This is mm -hmm. about local control. Mm -hmm. A lot of these decisions are made at, made at the local school board level. Mm -hmm. And that's where these decisions should be made. And there should be vibrant conversations sure. about what's happening in our public schools and what kids have access to. Joy, however, mm -hmm. maybe we could just put all the books with all the graphics sexual content the dildos the rape the i'm sorry yeah. let's do a, I'm so let sorry. Let's do a back me, room excuse me let's excuse put a me, curtain up me. in the library First of like all, they used hold to on. do one moment video one moment stores. remember she really does not like joy reed really does not like her pointing out that they want a book about uh a, you know anal rape Telling her viewers she's, uh, telling her viewers Joy is advocating for a book featuring, uh, brutal anal rape, pedophilia, and incest <laughs> to be available to kids. <laughs> I mean, every time I think I hate these pieces of shit enough, I get, I get proven. I mean, like, imagine, I, I, I gotta think there are some normal people that watch MSNBC, right? There has to be. There has to be some normal person. There has to be some normal person that watches MSNBC. There has to be, right? So you're this regular person at home tuned in. You're watching your show or whatever, you know, your little program. And you got this chick, Joy Reid, who's tripping all over herself to advocate for a book about anal rape and pedophilia being available to children. Like, you don't think there's somebody that's, like, sitting there and thinking, like, oh, shit. What? Is this? Wait, what? That can't be. This can't be. This can't be what I'm... Wait, what? There has to be somebody. This is not a free speech, anti-censorship issue. I'm not saying the book, I'm unicorn hunting. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they're, that the book should be banned everywhere. I'm just saying, why does a five-year-old need to read this book? About like, you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia, like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm... St like Free speech. 
to control when, what people say? Going to tell people what to believe? Going to tell people? I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What uh, is your question? Uh, uh, I was uh, asking that question. Uh, I'll uh, move on. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, probably a good idea. You sh- that's ridiculous to say uh, give uh, somebody a leash. Uh, uh, Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. Uh, 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 oopsie. Here's the first question before that. The trash talk between Sean and Dreykus got a little dark there with the, the child abuse and then the brawl at 296. Did you ever consider going to those guys and saying, hey, this might be the one time you need to tone it down? This might be the one time you need to what? Tone it down, the trash talk. I don't tell anybody to do anything. I don't try to control any other human beings in any way, shape, or form. They do it this work. I say it all the time. We're in the fight business. And, you know, if you get your feelings hurt that bad you probably shouldn't ask the type of questions when you know the answer you're going to get from strickland so this is the guy that tried to that tried to uh basically trap strickland and dana white accurately correctly recognizes him and says why the why in the hell did you ask him about it like why do you why are you asking a guy that you know is going to say like you don't get to get your feelings hurt when you baited him? Let's start there. You know what I mean? If you ask him, you know who he is. And if you ask him a certain question, he was baited in that question. When well, you, I'm not no, sorry, my I was like, not referring to that question, just you know, strickling up no, a little I, bit. I know what you're saying. Okay. I know no, I know what you asked me. Mm-hmm. Um it is what it is. It's the fight business, man. You are- Dana White. The only, the only, like, the only thing I rock with Dana White on is his stance on free speech. You know, I don't really, I don't think, I think he's kind of a, you know, he's just, you know, whatever. He's a, he's, a, he loves his money. He's a salesman. That's all fine. But I don't think he's like based. I just think, okay, cool. He. Uh, is a, you know, he's a free speech guy and I appreciate that. And, you know, I rock with him for that, but I'm also not like, you know, he's not quote unquote one of us, but I do love that he brings in Trump and that it's, it's the big, you know, it's, he gets a lot of ruffles, a lot of feathers. I'm obviously a big fan of all that. Now I want to talk a little bit about what turned out to be some pretty big corruption revealed at Twitter X, you know, the, the platform that the platform that Elon Musk keeps saying is, you know, the best free speech platform. I don't like to pit rumble against X, but Elon does that. I think anybody that is, you know, tries to fight for some level of free speech that fights against big tech. Um, I, I consider them an ally. But here is a X slash Twitter contributor blowing the whistle on some weird, like third party, some agency, some 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 company 
has infiltrated community notes and is using it and is using it to deplatform people, to demonetize people, to uh deboost people. Check this out. This is from Chris Little. Let's talk about community notes. For your information, I am a community notes contributor. What I'm seeing is a direct attempt to silence, censor, deprioritize, demonetize, isolate, and cast out against anyone that questions the current plans of governments, big pharmaceutical, and the parasitic ruling class. Now listen to this. Enterprising Desert Raven is the username for a single Community Notes contributor. So Community Notes is basically like crowdsourcing fact checks, okay? It's a slippery slope. Chris Pavlovsky, Rumble CEO, was 100% correct about this. So this is a single Community Notes contributor, one person, okay? Since joining Community Notes in March of 2023, Desert Raven has posted 5,000 Community Notes. 5,000. That's 70, day, 70 per day, every single day, not a single day off. One person, allegedly. A bot, a group of paid agenda activists or three-letter agencies? One thing is for sure, in my opinion, it's impossible to be a single person. It is posting over 70 community notes per day, every day, without rest. These notes have to be backed up with linked supporting evidence. It is, not, it is just not possible to achieve this on a daily basis. This is a relentless attack on anyone that dares to question the things that have happened to us or the plans that have they have placed in for humanity. Community Notes works on the basis of when a contributor sees a post and wishes to correct that post, they create a note that provides information and links and data to receive a note. When enough contributors approve the note, it goes live. If contributors don't agree with the note, they state why and can add counter information and then it isn't published, but left pending unless other contributors then agree with the original note, then it goes live. Attached is a video of all the community notes that Desert Raven has added, both published and pending in just the last 10 days. This is from within the community notes section, so you will not normally get to see this. The vast majority of these notes are pending, waiting to go live. The video goes on forever, and it's only 10 days worth impossible for a single user to create. There is no doubt you will know someone in this video that they have attempted to censor. You will notice a reoccurring theme. Desert Raven protects the vaccine, big pharma, current government regimes, climate change, and the World Economic Forum. Anyone that questions what's going on that has a large follower base appears to be targeted, especially blue ticks. The community notes that have been approved all appear to be supported by the exact same group of contributors, meaning you've got the one person that's filing all these notes, and then you have their you have their uh 
you know, little buddies that are making sure they get approved. This is really bad and extremely concerning. I will individually contact every person in the video that hasn't had an attempt to depopularize their post in this video. Elon Musk, you urgently need to uh, do a complete audit of the community notes, especially targeting the most active contributors. They are either bots or a group of bad actors working together to utilize a single account to push an agenda. IP and MAC addresses would easily identify this. I'm a community notes contributor, and I'm telling you that the system is compromised. And this is enterprising Desert Raven. All of the, all of the community notes that they have submitted in just 10 days. It's a 30-minute video. 30 minutes. I'm sure one of my posts are probably in here too. The reason community notes are important, here's the post millennials on there. Yeah, the, I mean, is because if you get noted, they take away your money. If you get noted, they de-pop, they de-boost your post. They shadow ban your post. If you get noted enough times, your entire account gets basically sent to the hinterlands. And guess what? Desert Raven has now tried adding a community note to reroot about this post. Talk about utter stupidity. Desert Raven tried to community note this post exposing Desert Raven of community notes abuse. Now, who's, who's doing it? I suspect it is some sort of, it's some sort of, what would you call it? Like, um, some sort of like group that is getting funded from big pharma. It's some like, it's like media matters or some shit. It's some corporation where they have, you know, money coming in, dark money coming in from big pharma or whatever the case is. And then they're saying, you know, this is, we're just fighting misinformation. Elon's Twitter has, has is completely compromised. Is it the FBI? Is it the CIA? Is it Pfizer? There is no chance it is one person who's submitting 70 community notes a date seven days a week. No chance. You shouldn't even have community notes. You should suspend the community notes program immediately. It's been compromised. It's not even like a no life retard. If you know how much time it takes... Like you have to find a post, you have to submit, you have to find extra evidence, you have to find evidence, links, all this crap. Like it would be an enormous task to do 70 in a single day. That means you're doing, you know, if you're working 10 hours, you're still doing seven an hour. You know, it's wild. So Barstool Sports joins Rumble. That's a good thing. It's a good thing for a lot of reasons. Um, for me, 
you know, I don't watch any of Barstool Sports shows. Um, you know, quite frankly, it's it's like whatever. But I will say this. It's more normie content, which is what we need. We need... We need more normie content. Like, desperately. You know? Like, that. that is just... You know, a fa- as a fact, Rumble needs more normie content. By the way, look at their stock today. Up 32%, I think. We'll see. Oh, there was some... People are getting some money and then they're selling off. But it's up a dollar a share, 26%. It's only 1 o'clock, so hopefully that'll keep going. You know, I, I, I think at one time Rumble is worth $11 a share, which is insane. But it was also down to $3.33. I can say it's definitely the highest it's been all year, but it's only been a month. Yeah, there was one time, one point last July, it was $8 a share. But, you know, it's got to come back. It's got to fight back. Yeah, the only thing I watch is the 10-second pizza review. Yeah, I'll watch the pizza reviews. That's about it. Mass betting ad revenue will come to Rumble. Good. I'm fine with that. I'm 100% fine with that. Let it let it come. This article, immune to cancel culture, culture, Rumble stock rises after Barstool partnership. And they're also using the Rumble cloud, I believe, too. And he doesn't even, I don't even think Portnoy's really promoted it yet. You know, I don't think he's even really, I don't think he's even, yeah, the guy who shorted is squeezed. Yep. Yeah. Well, the other thing that a lot of people don't understand about why this is a good deal. Do you know how many advertisers Barcelona Sports has? Probably more than Rumble. Rumble was $17 a couple of years ago. No, it wasn't. Wasn't the all-time high $11? I don't care. Like, YouTube doesn't have stock. It's under Google, I think. The... I would say... This is a big deal for this is a big deal for creators on Rumble because Barstool Sports will bring in a lot of advertisers. Um which means creators on this platform, not me, but other creators will make more money. Oh, they went for 17 for a very short time. Well, it doesn't show in that uh you know, it doesn't show in that chart. But was that just a 52-week high? Is that what that says? Oh, that's just a 52-week high. Yeah, okay. There was a time it went up to $14 in 2022. I mean, I think it's good. You know, it could get there again. Jeremoth says, I'm not... Hey, by the way, I don't own any Rumble stock. This isn't financial advice. 
My worries have been hearing and talking to some creators and they've been having difficulty getting their pay at a reasonable time. Um, well, I could probably fix that if they contact me and they aren't just talking to, you know, I know that that I know that drunk three PO had a check, and then um, I know two different creators had. Um, oh, it was after Andrew Tate. I know that a couple of creators have who wanted paper checks were having some issues, but I I talked to both of them and I got them sorted, so I don't know. Are you looking at your stock program? Okay. Jeremy will hate this, but I bought some because of Dave. Why would I hate? I don't hate it. I I hundred percent support. I mean, I want. I don't get. I don't make any more money if Rumble if people buy Rumble stock, but that means Rumble can stay along around longer. You know, that feels you know good to me. I have a. I think I have a contract. My contract, I think, with Rumble runs through next june so you know it's in my best interest that rumble stays around past 2025 i who uses paper checks i don't know but both creators that reached out to me and said that they weren't paid had requested paper checks and one of them had the wrong address in their plat and then i don't know what happened to the other one Bongino owns 18 million Rumble shares. So did he make he made 18 million dollars today? He must be feeling pretty good. Doobie doobie doo. It's good Barso join, but I won't be watching him. Yeah, that's fine. Dude, next June is in five months. No, no, it's a two-year contract. I do recall Jeremy has said, I don't care what you do, get your bag. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Usually apps are brokerage firm. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know how to buy stock. I mean, you would use like... E-Trader or something like that or whatever. I don't know. Don't listen to me. I don't know. Talk to somebody who knows. He was happy during his show today. Yeah. He only made 18 million if he sells a share. Correct. But his, his valuation increased by $18 million today. Let's see. Do we care about the JK Rowling story? Hey, if you're here, by the way, two things to consider. One, my show is supported directly from your memberships in my locals. You can join my locals for $5 a month, or if you do a year, it's a uh, two months free. To join my locals, all you have to do is click the basement. It takes you up to this option where you can just join, and then you can join the 
locals group, there's a separate locals chat that goes on during every single live stream. Um, also twice a week, locals only content last week. I did a little vlog and then we did an extended show after the show. Um, I'm hoping that today you'll make the, take the plunge and click this button that says the basement or in the chat, you know, to join my locals. It would be extremely, extremely helpful for me to grow my locals. And then you can join the locals chat. You got more views even though you're not on top. Yeah, I'm up to 4,000 now. Yeah, that's good. YouTube ending mirroring won't affect me. I load to both platforms separately. That's what I do too. So hopefully you'll do that. That would help me greatly. Otherwise, if you're a coffee head, you could join my coffee club. It's a different coffee from all around the world every single month. It's the only place you'll get these blends. And our first month is 50% off with promo code JOINTHECLUB50. If you go to this link, which I'll put in the chat, you can see all the different exotic locations from around the world that we've gone. We've had Honduras. Uh, we've had Brazil. We've had, I mean, Ecuador. It's a different location every month. This month, or I think, uh, let's see. We've got... Ermera coming up, Nicaragua in February. It's a different exotic blend every month. Link doesn't work. I just clicked it and it worked for me. Oh, wait, you're just trolling me. <laughs> yeah, got me. So hopefully you consider that. Or you'll join my locals. Okay, more to talk about. Far be it for me to defend uber-liberal J.K. Rowling. Really, the only thing her and I agree on uh, is essentially the fact that gender is real. And this is her only non-ultra-progressive political position she's ever taken. And every time she says it, she gets ruthlessly dragged by a bunch of Zoomers and millennials that Harry Potter was the only book they've ever read in their whole life. They don't understand basic science. And when JK Rowling says something quite simple, like women are real and you know, that's a thing they have complete meltdowns. The woke mob once again is targeting J.K. Rowling because she believes that men and diff women are different. An absolute absurd tweet targeting the author is going viral and the responses are gross. Well, I'm not surprised. What's not gross is Coffee Brand Coffee's monthly coffee club. Promo code JOINTHECLUB50, one word, will save you 50% off your first month. Every month we go to a different exotic location all around the world. It's the only place that you'll get these blends. 
We've got, you know, Bolivia, Honduras. I mean, if you go through the reviews, you'll see Rwanda, El Salvador, Mexico. Every month, something completely different, completely unique, delivered to you in whole bean or ground. Truly premium coffee that, you know, can can be your extra delicious cup of the day. It can be for when you have guests or it can be for when you enjoy it. It's truly a journey. Join the club 50 for 50% off your first month. Can you support me directly? JK Rowling, uh, link in the description. Once again, is a target of the woke mob for believing men and women are different. Rowling has been a staunch supporter of protecting women's spaces. The Harry Potter creator has made it clear she has no problem with trans people, but refuses to play along with the idea that men can become women. Well, that's all you need to do to have them say terrible things about you, right? That's all you have to do to have these people wish that you were no longer breathing air. She's one of the loudest voices when it comes to taking a stand for science, biology, and women. That's led her over the years to be painted as a bigot as, and as transphobic. That's, of course, all nonsense, but it hasn't stopped the attacks from continuing whenever she's in the news. By the way, I believe the Harry Potter video game outsold Call of Duty or got very close. That's exactly what happened late Friday. Deadline reported on an upcoming HBO Harry Potter series in this, uh, is in the process of getting writers laying out the path forward with Rowling having a big role. Pretty straightforward and simple, right? Not exactly. Not exactly. The popular X account discussing film decided to fire off a truly unhinged tweet attacking the legendary author. By the way, discussing film has blocked me for a very long time. Known transphobe J.K. Rowling is now reported to be an ex active executive producer on Harry Potter series where she will be involved in the show's decision-making, the account wrote in a tweet that has more than 6 million impressions as of publication. She wasn't described as an author, the creator of Harry Potter, a woman who is very generous with her money, or as a person responsible for the most popular book series of the past 50 years, simply as known transphobe. And they have me blocked. But I would say, um, let's say Hogwarts Legacy sold copies. You know, let's see how their let's see how their boycott did. Twenty-two million, twenty-two million copies sold. Twenty-two million copies. Remember when they said. Remember when they said that they were going to boy that there was going to be a huge boycott against Hogwarts Legacy, and remember when all those Twitch streamers said that they weren't going to play the game because they were going to stick it to J.K. Rowling. New data reveals Hogwarts Legacy is the best-selling game of 2023. Despite, face, despite facing tough competition from popular franchises, the best-selling game of the year. That's the power of the trans movement's boycotts. The game has sold over 15 million copies and generated over a billion dollars in revenue, continuing to show up, sales, or show up in sales charts even months after its release. It sold 15 million and then another insanely high amount. 
Nolan transform Nolan transphobe discussing film from the top rope. Will not be watching. We will be watching Percy Jackson and said, Well, that movie sucked. Nolan transphobe, JK Rowling. Oh, get on her again for me. I mean, these people have no power. It's the same people that that got Gina Carano canceled. It's the same people that, you know, every time say they're not going to go to some comic book convention because they're like, you know, offended by Gina being there. And then these conventions go off and have record attendance. It's just a bunch of Zoomers with no money or time anyway. That's, that's all it is. You know, people having a absolute, thinking that this is some kind of own. Like, do you know that this woman probably made another $300 million from Hogwarts Legacy and she didn't have to do a damn thing about it? The tweet from discussing film was wild. The support for it was even crazier. And it's all a sad sign of the world we're currently in. Wanting to protect women's spaces and believing in biology now makes you a bigot in the eyes of the woke mob. J.K. Rowling has never attacked people who claim to be transgender, never encouraged harm or negativity towards them, and never degraded them. All the Harry Potter author has done for years is advocate for women and correctly uh, women to correctly acknowledge their scientific differences between men and women. That's just a fact, and it's simple biology. Females have XX chromosomes, and males have XY. The woke anti-science mob can scream about all they want, but you can't change your chromosomes. Women should be celebrated for their uniqueness, just like men should be, and we shouldn't be afraid to acknowledge differences like humans have had forever until a few years ago. That's all J.K. Rowling has ever done, and it's earned her the absurd title of transphobe. I hope HBO's upcoming Harry Potter series is a massive success. I'm going to watch it no matter what because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but at this point, the meltdowns from the woke mob will be worth it alone. Credit to Rowling for being a consistent voice in support of women. Yeah, I mean... I. I Again, I, these people have no power. It's what it's like. Dave, what Dave Chappelle said, right? Twitter isn't real life. Look at all the times all these idiots get all super excited about uh, another woke remake that Disney makes, and then look at all the people that were talking about the Marvels lost two hundred fifty million dollars. Look at all the people that were talking about. The Toy Story movie where we had two chicks uh, kissing in it and was so stunning and brave, lost $250 million. Look at all the people talking about support for all these different woke shows that end up canceled after a year. Look at all the people that supported She-Hulk because it was stunning and brave and she got to have that great line, men bad, and uh, it was so awesome and everybody needs to watch She-Hulk. Got canceled. This new show they have, where it's like a blind, deaf, amputee superhero or whatever. Native American. It's so stunning and brave. She's Native American. Won't make it out of one season. Guaranteed. So I don't know how long it's going to take for these organizations, you know, for these companies to actually understand that Twitter isn't real life and that, you know, ultimate... I mean, look at, again, look at the sales of Hogwarts Legacy. Remember when everybody said they were boycotting it? All those, you know, uh, Harry Hogwarts legacy boycott tweets getting 80, 90, 100,000 likes. Didn't stop, didn't stop selling a single copy. By the way, most of the people who liked that tweet were probably never going to buy it anyway. Couldn't afford it. And a big chunk of them, I also bet, 
probably still bought them. You know what I mean? A lot of people like to pretend boycott and then still like like uh like Kid Rock. Oh, Kid Rock's one of us guys. He's boycotting against Bud Light. No, he wasn't. He was just doing it for clout. And he went right back to drinking it. Harry Potter TV series zeroes in on premise as selected writers pitch their ideas to Max. Of course, this, this show will be a huge success if it's good. If it's good. That's the whole thing, right? The show has to be good. And then people will watch it. All these weirdos online that are, you know, constantly talking about, you know, diversity and inclusion and all this kind of crap and all this kind of stuff. They don't care. They don't watch your stuff anyway. They're either bots or they're just terminally online weirdos. That's why all these woke movies and these reimaginings all fake. Whatever happened to the Black Wonder Years? Is that still on there? Remember when they remade the Wonder Years and said, Remember that awesome show from when you were young? Well, what if they were black? Or what about the, a league of their own? Remember how stunning and brave the league of their own was and all that girl-on-girl, hot girl-on-girl action? And how it didn't even make it past one season? I mean, I could go down the list of you know, innumerable woke programs that last a single year and have everyone to talk about. When's the last time you, anyone talked about Impractical Jokers? That show was like the number one thing on TV for how many years? 10 years only fell apart because of some weird drama between the cast. Guess what? That show wasn't woke. It wasn't inclusive and nobody talked about it online, but for somehow all those guys will never have to work again because it was so wildly popular. It's just, it's just so funny to me how this goes every single time. It just, it just, I love to see it. I love to remind people that Hogwarts Legacy is the number one selling game last year, even though the the power of the trans boycott, and that the Harry Potter TV series on HBO is going to be very successful as well, just as long as it's decent. It's just got to be good. That's all they got to do. It has nothing to do with these fake people on Twitter. That was a lot of news today. That was a lot of news. It was a busy day. It was definitely a, a definitely a busy day for uh lots of news. I miss Impractical Jokers. Yeah, I don't know the exact truth of what happened on Impractical Jokers. I'm rewatching it right now. We usually we have like shows that like my wife and I will just put on while we're eating dinner or whatever. And like, you know, sometimes maybe it's American Dad, sometimes it's whatever. And Practical Jokers, it's like so gold. But there is something happened where like Joe got a divorce and it, there was some weird drama. Like Joe Gatto left in Practical Jokers. Uh, in Practical Jokers, after nine seasons with the show to focus on co-parenting because he got divorced. His children with his wife, Bessie. Be- Bessie. Um, he did some stand-up. I-, I don't know. He was, you know, the real reason. You know, the real reason Joe left. 
this is some somebody posted this saying his old personal assistant personally, you know, he had some thing with young girls, blah 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 blah. There was something like they they canceled Joe because of something. There's some, you know, he was hooking up with girls like in their early 20s or something. I don't know. I don't know. Pepe Payne says, let's be honest. In Bidenomics, those companies are taking known losses uh, for tax purposes. Define laundering, LOL. They won't stop as long as their corporate benefits continue. Fact check. True. Yes, I don't know what else I could say about that. Yeah. I don't know everything that I don't know everything that happened with Joe. I don't care. Impractical Jokers is still hilarious. And they whatever, you know, true TV, like whatever they did, uh, you know, I didn't watch it after Joe left the show. I didn't care about their, you know, celebrity guest stars. That was just stupid. I didn't care about that at all. Actually, here's his Instagram post. He said, outside of my family, my relationships with Merck, you and Sal have been the most important in my life. I know that we continue to make the world laugh. And even though the four of us are the ones who you all see, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm guessing there was some, there's some, na- there was some naughtiness that happened or something. Uh, there is something. There is something that hopefully we'll never know as long as it wasn't too bad. The returning mug club viewers crash locals. By the way, yeah, I'm gonna keep working on my practical effects budget. If you, uh, if you guys, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up there for today. I've got five standalone videos ready to go that I've got to release here. Um, if you get a chance, please make the day today the day you join my locals. Right below the video, there's a button for the basement. That is my locals group. It's five bucks a month, but it uh, goes directly towards supporting me and my team, my team of four full-time employees. I really, really hope that you'll do that. Think about all the new hilarious, what should we get next? Whoopee cushion? Break some plates? Some more practical effects. Oh, cowbell? Yeah, okay. If if 10 people join the basement today, I'll order a cowbell. Or what about those things where you spin them and it's like... You know that thing? I don't know how they make that sound, you know? So I hope that you'll join. And then you'll see you in the... Uh, we'll see you tomorrow in 22 hours. We'll be back live again. Oh.